Top of the morning to you, friends. Tom Mork is here, and welcome back to In the Trenches, aka the Pork Chop Express for entrepreneurs, writers, artists, warriors, and leaders. Podcast listener Cher Hale has this to say about In the Trenches. Quote, I love Tom's podcast and the guests he has on because I never fail to learn new ways of creating revenue and get new ideas for growing my business. Definitely a must listen if you're interested in scaling your business or diversifying your revenue streams. End quote. So glad the podcast has helped you share, and thank you for the five out of five star review on iTunes. Really means a lot. Speaking of scaling your business, today I sit down with Gaetano Caruana to discuss how to grow your email list and scale your revenue with an automated referral marketing system. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's really not that complex, and I'll explain how easy it is and how profitable it can be. But first, Gaetano Caruana is the founder of Early Parrot, which is referral marketing software that has helped hundreds of businesses generate high-quality leads through referrals. Early Parrot was built out of need and soon evolved into a flexible platform that can be plugged into effectively any sales funnel. And on today's call, Gitano and I discuss how your referral program can increase brand awareness and customer loyalty, why referrals are typically higher-quality leads, and why that matters to you and your business, how referral programs lower the cost of acquisition, and much more. I'm getting ready to implement referral marketing software in one of my businesses right now. So I was very excited to talk with Gaetano today, as you'll probably pick up as you listen to today's episode. I know there's been a lot in a row, but I've been really intentional about picking people to interview recently um, on specific projects that I'm kind of working on because, well, I'm selfish that way. But also, I think I can kind of dive in and ask better questions that way and kind of get to the root of these things. And my hope is that it's topical and useful for you guys, too. And so that's why I thought this was a good time to do it because I haven't really had time to look into referral marketing software. It always seemed like a nice to have, not a need to have kind of thing. But honestly, after today's call, I'm kind of changing my attitude about it. I think it's a need to have thing, or at least very close to. It's it's a, it's so close because it's one of those things where, and you'll hear it and you'll understand it in today's conversation. Once you see how it works and how easily it can be integrated and how quickly it can be done, and it becomes an automatic multiplier of your lead generation, your list building, and your sales. So you'll get it all. If it sounds confusing to you right now, don't worry. We'll break it down, make it very simple. And we kind of go into early parrot software a little bit and how that specifically can kind of get you um, up and running with a referral marketing system that can help you really exponentially grow your list or your sales. So tons of great stuff. Um, My big takeaway, listen for the part where we talk about exclusivity. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's a little teaser. So you got to listen to the rest of the episode. Do that and you're off the races. All right. Enough of that. You ready? So Gaetano, the place I want to start is with kind of the inception of Early Parrot and maybe even step back a few steps from that, like what led you to creating the software. And then we'll dig into a little bit more about what it is, how it works and ways that we can use this software to, uh, I think, improve our referral marketing at a minimum. But kind of Take us to the backstory, the founding of this, and how it came about. Sure. Um, so basically, the early Parrot story is three and a half years now. Um, but prior to that, I am I am a technical founder. So my background before early Parrot was ninety percent of it technical. So dealing with technical people, but I always had this flair of kind of like seeing something technical and seeing the business purpose behind it. So why are we building this this system or why are we doing this? Why are we exploring this technology? Because there's a business reason. 
Um, so I always had this thing that I wanted to kind of like go one step ahead of the technology. And three and a half years ago, or something around about that, I was actually helping a friend of mine. Uh, he was launching he was launching a, a, a startup. So I was looking around at kind of like how to get you know some hype before you actually dive in and start building like what most technical people do. Um, so I started looking around for some solutions because I said, yeah, most probably there's, there's, uh, there's different solutions, how, how this can be approached. Um, and I, I decided to go ahead and like, you know, create a very, very minimal system that basically, um, creates a waiting list and it will reward people, uh, for referring their friends. So basically what we wanted to do is build a list. And while they are waiting, um, we basically give them a means how they can share this um, startup. And if they, you know, get referrals, um, they will get rewarded when we actually launch the startup. Um, the startup didn't work out, but I continue to explore the idea of how a business can use word of mouth because I got really intrigued um, at how this uh, how this um, works out. And basically, I started exploring different businesses that actually made use of this technique. And there's a lot of businesses that, you know, most people know about. So mentioning Dropbox, mentioning um, Airbnb, mentioning Hotjar, which is also a Maltese company. By the way, I'm proud about that. Um, Early Paris is also a Maltese company. So I started exploring and I started to dive dive deep more in this referral marketing slash word of mouth. Um, and that is where I started building early period because I felt there is a gap in the industry where basically the, the, the existing solutions, they were good enough, but they were very rigid in the way how you can use them. And I wanted to have a platform that basically businesses can plug in with, within whatever they are doing. We will explore different scenarios, different examples. And basically, they don't change anything, what they are doing, because what they are doing is, is already working. Um, and they extend what they are doing by having a referral friend slash referral campaign attached to their funnel or user flow. And that is how I started um, implementing Early Parrot. And, and, and on timeline, when, when was uh, Early Parrot actually kind of like started? What's, what's, when did you guys actually begin this? Because I've, I've heard about it probably in the last year. Um, three and a half years ago. Three and a half um, years ago. So, so the the so at three and a half years ago, I was kind of like helping this friend of mine, and mm-hmm. then it, it just took off. Um, because what yeah. I did is I started getting more feedback, more ideas, um, like studying different case studies and uh, whether there's a need for the system, so on and so forth. So it's three and a half years ago. That's awesome. Okay, so when it came to when it comes to referral marketing, and this is kind of I want to get into that, and then we can. And then, of course, feel free to, to jump in if there's things that like early para can do specifically. Like if we get into some tactical stuff, please. That's that's totally acceptable. Um, I've 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 used um, I've tried to use referral marketing software in the past, and I think part of the challenges I've had, um, like stuff specifically like when somebody becomes a customer or somebody signs up for something, and then to get them to like share for some sort of incentive. Broad, you know, broad, broadly speaking. Um, and one of the challenges I had was thinking through what I can properly um, do to incentivize somebody to share. And, and well, I guess that's, that's the thing and, and feeling like, well, 
I don't know. Like it's what's what's the best thing to share? And that being kind of hampering. There's the technical components, but we we we'll just say like let's see we can get over that with your your software. But in terms of the actual implementation, I think a lot of people struggle with this because it's like, let's say I maybe we have to pick a specific case study or a specific example, but what are the best incentives to get somebody to actually start sharing stuff? And we can maybe break that down between somebody who signed up for something for free and maybe somebody who who purchased something. Because I think somebody who purchased something is a little bit easier. But so I'm kind of curious about both, and we can start wherever you'd like. Yeah. Um, basically, there are like everything else. There's different strategies and different goals. That is that is why first, um, kind of like before I dive in with a particular business or company. First, I try to understand. I try to break it down. Kind of like what are your goals? Do you want more signups for your software as a service? Do you want more emails for your list? Do you want more buyers for your e-commerce store? So it, it really it really depends. And different in, in different industries. So when you think like list building, it really depends when you are building a list, for instance, for email marketers, rather than for instance, recently we had a client which was really, really challenging. Um, he was building a list of law firms in the US. So that's really, you know, a niche. Yeah. And um, the first conversation that I remember I had with this particular client, he said, most probably most of my like people in, in my niche, they are not going to share on social media. Um, so like, how, how are we going to take it? So it really depends. Um, like if I had to split them, like the different personas, like different customers that we deal with. So when it comes to, for instance, list building, usually there is um, a catch. So you're building a list and you are giving something like a resource, an ebook, access to something for free. That is usually um, how it's done. So that is the first step. You capture a subscriber. Then in order to get them to share, um, usually there is another step, like you're going to give something away for free. Usually it's it can be different things. Like it can be a continuation of the free resource. So you signed up for an ebook. Hey, there is part two. You have to refer one friend in order to get it. Um, it can be access to um, an exclusive webinar, to an exclusive class. It can be access to a certain videos. Um, it can be access to in a, in a certain community. You need to kind of like invite someone, invite one of your friends. It can be different things. Usually when it comes to list building, we recommend that you create what we call a reward structure. So basically what you do, you say, hey, if you refer three of your friends, you're going to get this free book. If you refer five, you're going to get you know, access to the free, access to this exclusive community. If you refer 10, you're going to get access to uh, a 50% discount for my masterclass or something like that. So it can be different things. But what we try to achieve is we try to gamify the whole process. And that we found out that it works out really, really, really well. Um, what we don't recommend is you give stuff that you are selling for free. So if you're selling something like if you're selling um, like an ebook, um, or if you're selling a course, um, you don't say refer three of your friends and you get this for free, right? Um, because that will affect your revenue in the long term, and we don't want that. We don't want to decrease revenue. We want the other way around. We want to increase revenue through referrals. So that is when it comes to 
less building. When it comes to e-commerce, it's a totally different ballgame. When it comes to e-commerce, usually we create what we call a double-sided campaigns. Um, what is a double-sided campaign is that um, basically you give a reward to both the referrer, the person doing the recommendation, and the person engaging with that referrer. So we'll say, hey, once you buy from a store, we present this offer. We say, hey, if you refer your friend, your friend is going to get $10 of their first purchase, and you're going to get, for instance, um, uh, if you refer your friend within 48 hours, we're going to send you this with your shipment for free. And it can be something that, you know, get people engaged, not only because they, they are going to get something for free, but they have a time limit. And that we found out it works really, really, really well for e-commerce. That's that's uh, similar to maybe, I don't know if Uber still does it, but how they got started doing it, right? Like as a kind of a classic example, right? It was like, if you refer a friend, yes. you'd get like some kind of credit, but then they'd also get like a 50% offer, their first ride free. Yes. yes. Well, they give it away free. That's an aggressive strategy. Um, yes. But uh, yeah. What what they were doing, they, they, when you think about it, um, the way how Uber did it, because we studied um, that particular uh, business case and Dropbox, there's a lot of similarities. And what makes those business cases really, really, really strong is that they were giving a reward that when you think about it, they were, they were fueling more usage on their platform. So when it comes to Uber, if they are giving you free credits on Uber, what they are making, they are making you kind of like refer your friends and you're getting free credits. So what you're gonna what you're gonna do is you basically you're gonna use more Uber because you have free credits. So you add your money on top of the free credits that you are getting, um, and you are fueling more usage. Because when you think about Uber, they had a very very interesting um, challenge when it comes to Uber. It's a marketplace, so they need to fuel. They need to have demand for both rides, and they need to also have demand also for those who are um, giving rides. So that is, that is how Uber kind of like got started. They were giving like fueling usage on their platform. Um, the same like how Dropbox did it. So Dropbox, they had a very interesting challenge because Dropbox, they, they had a challenge in the beginning in order to be able to acquire the leads. They were spending a lot of money before they introduced their referral program. And what their referral program was really cool about is that basically... They were giving you free space, which to them it costed, you know, nothing. And by giving you free space, they were achieving two things. One, they were making you store more files on Dropbox. And the fact that you're storing more files is that you are getting more sticky to the to the service. You're gonna stick to the service to, to the service more. So you're gonna use it for a longer time. So that was really, really interesting also when it comes to Dropbox. So when you're choosing the rewards, it's really, really important that you explore all the different things, all the different rewards, and you will be smart about the kind of rewards that you're giving. That's why I mentioned that usually we don't recommend that you give something that you're selling for free because that is going to affect your revenue. We want the other way around. We want to give certain kinds of reward that we know that in the long term, it's going to fuel more usage of the service or products that you are selling. Okay. So to zoom in on the e-commerce side of things, um, and maybe we'll come back to list building, um, but for e-commerce, just because it's fresh in my mind, 
you mentioned, I think what was the term you used? Was it a two, two-sided campaign? Yeah, double-sided campaigns. Double-sided yeah, campaign. two-sided. Yeah, yeah. You... Yeah, so, so I like that idea. Um, and then that does bring up the immediate question. Like, technically speaking, um, I feel like, how would I... I I've run into st- sticky stuff right there, like when it comes to like, okay, okay, now there's the technical implementation. So I, I maybe this is we can kind of briefly talk about early parrot. Do you guys are you guys able to do these kind of double sided campaigns? And what would somebody need to have set up to be able to say offer you know say like a, a discount code or or, or or rather credit store credit for their own business and uh, maybe a unique discount code to somebody else when they refer it? Can your can your software handle all that, or do you need a do you need a whole software stack for this? No, no, basically. Um... Usually when stores come to us, they are either WooCommerce or Shopify or as a custom-like platform. Basically, early period, it's a stack of APIs and we can integrate um, with quite a lot of different software stacks. We support WooCommerce and Shopify like natively. So if you have a store which is either Woo or Shopify, basically we use the API of Shopify in order to be able to know when someone is buying and determine whether that person who has bought from your store, whether they have been referred, who referred them, the channel that they have referred them, and whether you're entitled to get um, store credit, so on and so forth. So basically, all you have to do is you have your store, you go in an early period, you basically put in the keys, um, depending whether you're using WooCommerce or Shopify, there you go. All you have to do then is create coupon codes that you're going to give out, um, decide on the kind of rewards and when the rewards they should trigger. So you say, for instance, um, with the first referral, I'm going to give um, 10% off. With the fifth referral, I'm going to give, I don't know, 30% off, so on and so forth. So it, it's just going in, creating the campaign and attach it to your store. That's basically it. That's awesome. If it needs further implementation, um, we understand that. Most of our customers, um, they, do, they do have the IT resources, but if they want to try something like, it's going to take them a lot of time to understand how to integrate a new system. So usually we do a fair service where basically we go in, we integrate it, test it out for you, and basically hand it over to you so that uh, you can... Sweet. How much do you guys typically charge for something like that? Um, we usually charge... We're a European country, so I'm going to quote um, the, the euro prices. Yeah. Um, usually we charge um, 199 euros in order to be able to get everything integrated. That's not, that's not bad when I think about you know, the, the amount I've spent on certain technical things. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a one-time fee and you know you're going to get a, um, a system that it's going to work. And you have our guarantee because we know exactly how our system works. So we know exactly how to integrate it. Awesome. And usually we do that within 48 hours. And so, and so I, if I reach out to you guys, because I'm actually kind of curious about this, if I, had a, if I could show, showed you what I'm using, you guys would be able to tell me if you guys can do the thing, like that specifically, that double-sided campaign. Because I'm kind of, I really want to get that um, integrated. You could tell me if my software stack facilitate that or not, right? Yes. Basically, the we, way how we do it is we do this, the, the introductory call. I usually do that mm-hmm. um, in order to be able to understand and kind of like even give you like rough figures of usually the conversion rate. Like for instance, with e-commerce, I'm going to give you an average conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Um, having a double-sided campaign, it's going to increase your revenue with 9 to 11%. Um, without having a referral campaign, you're leaving 11% on your revenue on the table. 
just like that. Yeah. So um, we do the, I do this introductory course, 30 minutes, not more. Um, then we go about like, you know, this is going to be integrated like this. We highlight the, the points of integration, just do it, hand it over, and we start seeing sales like coming in. Yeah, and the reason I wanted to ask that on this call, I mean, I, I because there might be people who are listening, and this is usually what I find personally when I'm coming up to something kind of new or a new um, approach to something or a, a different take on something. Or and this, you know, it's like if I'm not using referral marketing already, coming up to this, there's two, always two challenges. One is the technical side, so I did want to just be clear on that. So some people have an idea of like, okay, if I have those things, it'll directly integrate, or I can just get go talk to you guys directly and realize, okay, that's not a prohibitive price point to get started. So technically, people should be able to get this done with what you guys are saying, which is pretty sweet. The second thing then is the creative side of things, right? It's like, what do I actually offer? And that's why I did want to talk, you know, start with those two things. And I think once you figure out those two things, then it kind of does open up this new world for referral marketing. Does that make sense? Is that typically what you see as well? Yes, yes, yes. Um, we get a lot. We get a lot of customers asking us, kind of like, what rewards are gonna give, or this is the rewards that I'm gonna give. And usually, after the introductory call, they change the way how um, the kind of rewards that they are giving. First of all, most customers they think that they have to give something really, really expensive in order to get people engaged. It's not true. Like, um, if you're giving something small, like you get a lot of customers who who recommend your service or your product. For free, you get a lot of that. Like we're all the time when we're talking, we're recommending different things. It it happens all the time. But the fact that you're giving something as a token of appreciation, your customers they are gonna they're gonna love it, and they're gonna be more loyal to your service or to your brand. So you don't have to spend a lot of money. I'm not saying go cheap on your customers. I'm not saying that. But usually, just to give you um, an idea. Usually, we recommend that you spend 20% of what you're paying to get a lead. So in rewards, you give 20% of what you're paying to get a lead. So think of it like this. When you are giving a reward, it means you got a new lead referred by someone. So you're paying 20%, like 80% less. And usually, that's enough to get people engaged. If you want to give something more meaningful, then it's totally fine. But that is just an indication, a rough average of what we usually see as rewards. Yeah. And, and so on, on that side of things too, um, is, there, is there anything we want to be cognizant of from say, like, um, like, and I guess, again, I think it kind of typically probably does boil down to like list building versus e-commerce. Is that actually how you guys approach it? Do you usually, is there like two core, you know, buckets, I guess, that you think about your customer use cases? We also have um, software as a service slash membership websites. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and that also gets interesting because when you have a logged in area, when you have a software that you can log in, you can do a lot of interesting things. Like, for instance, you can add um, CTAs within your software as a service. So you can add a button in the head there, you can add a pop up that pops up at a certain point in time in your customer journey. Um, you can give in, you can also give in software credits. So for instance, just like how I described Dropbox, so Dropbox was giving something that you can use within their software as a service or membership website. Like if you have a membership website and let's say you say the section is closed 
only for those who refer at least one referent. Um, so you can do something like that. When it comes to software as a service, um, for instance, if you if your pricing is based on usage, what you can do, you can upgrade usage based on the number of referrals. So let's say you are selling emails. Like you can, using our service, you can, you can um, send 10,000 emails a month. But for each and every referral that you get, we're going to top up your sending, your sending number per month with 500. So once you get like three referrals, you're going to get an extra 1,500 emails per month. So an email can be, like these credits can be referrals depending on what you are selling as a software as a service. So when it comes, when it comes to membership websites and software as a service, you can integrate your referral program within the software. And it will look like you have created this feature when really and truly you just integrate another third-party software. Because that is something that we also um, emphasize and we put a lot of focus on that basically early period will run under the hood. So your users, your buyers for your e-commerce stores, they won't realize you're using a third-party solution. We don't, we don't show anywhere um, no powered button, powered by buttons. When we exchange, when we send emails on your behalf, we use email addresses on your domain, so on and so forth. Everything is branded with your colors so that your users will feel comfortable. Um, they don't need to know that you're using early parent as a solution. Who is this early parent? I don't know about it. I haven't subscribed to it. So that's really, really important. And if you don't have that, if you're going to receive like no reply at earlyperiod.com, you're going to get really, really bad conversion rates. Whilst if you get um, an email from notifications at yourdomain.com or something like that, an email that you choose, then that is going to look familiar and your subscribers, your users, whatever, are going to engage with that email. Huh. That's very cool. So, so it also sounds like then it, 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 and this also ties in both a little bit to the software, but also strategy too, because I think to myself, well, so optimal places to do referral marketing on the front end, it's like on, after somebody signs up for something, right? And then refer somebody else to sign up for something for free. So just like lead generation, list building. Um, I, you know, obviously the, the e-commerce side of things for sale. So after somebody purchases, referring somebody else to purchase. Um, I know you mentioned the membership site and subscription uh, model nuance, which is brings it to the the next piece, which is then not just those two points upon points of entry, right? But like campaigns that you could put out, right? And it sounds like Early Parrot would be able to do that. Like it doesn't have to always be initiated by an opt-in or a sale. You could no. push out a promotion, say through your platform or through your email list or somewhere else with different types of, say, uh, in this case, Early Parrot um, maybe referral campaigns. Does that make sense? Like you, it's possible to do multiple at a time. And is that the way to think about it strategically too? Yes, yes, yes. And it's really important. Like the promotion of the referral program um, is 90% of the whole game. So if you have a, a referral program and you're not promoting it, being list building or e-commerce or software as a service, you're not going to get good conversion rates. Whereas if you promote it, like for instance, um, let's stick to the software as a service, like for instance. Um, if you have a button that is fairly visible, or if you, for instance, some some companies they go aggressive, like for instance, when you are about to upgrade, they will give you an option rather than upgrading and pay right now. 
um, you can refer a friend and you can unlock, for instance, a particular feature for a week or something like that. Because they are interested more in growth rather than growth as in the number of users that they are on their platform uh, for different reasons, rather than getting revenue. So it can be something mm. that, that, that you can push. Um, you can also have like different points in your software as a service or membership website when you say, listen, those customers who get to this point, I know for a fact that they are loyal customers. They have understood the value of my software. Um, and I am very confident to push like the sharing functionality and to give them a reward um, to share it with their friends. Or I know that with this kind of usage, uh, I am pretty confident that they are going to get me like a lot of customers for a relatively lower cost of acquisition. We play that game. We are in this business to lower the cost of acquisition. We're all the time thinking about lowering mm -hmm. cost of acquisition. So anything that drives signups, leads, sales um, at a lower cost of your um, current cost of acquisition, we're in, we're in, we're in that kind of game. I'm kind of curious. This is probably something I should have brought up earlier in the conversation, maybe, but I think this has been great and, and very useful. So I'm happy we've gone this direction. But now that I think about this software too, and just referral marketing, it's one of those things where I, uh, I, I teach a lot on referral marketing, affiliate marketing, influencer marketing. There's a lot of crossover um, and similarities, obviously some things that are different. Like uh, you know, in this case, when we think of referral marketing, we're thinking of customers, users, like your, your, your customer, a future customer and people like that referring. Um, and, and, you know, there's some reward or prize, obviously with affiliate marketing, there's compensation based on the performance of, you know, of sales, for instance, as just one example. But with what you guys are doing here with this software, I'm kind of curious, is this something where it's like, it could also be used in the affiliate marketing space? Or is that actually different enough where it's like, no, that that's, that's not possible. Um, I, I differentiate between affiliate marketing and referral marketing. Yeah. I look at affiliate marketing as kind of like B2B. So there's a business promoting another business and they get a percentage of the revenue. Yeah. So when it comes to tracking, that is very similar to referral marketing because we also need to track leads, sales, so on and so forth. Um, but I, I look at referral marketing as a B2C, if I can call it like that. So you are engaging yeah. with your existing customers and you're giving them a token of appreciation, a reward, whatever. Um, usually affiliates, they are not interested in that. And usually affiliate software, they have different features that it's really important to, 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 to have it there. For instance, the way how you can send payouts, the way how commissions are um, uh, split between different affiliates, that we don't do because we don't, we don't deal in that business. So if you're looking for those specific features, um, then you should go for an affiliate software. But if you're looking to engage with your audience, then you should go um, for a referral marketing software. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, both <laughs> as well. You know, in, in, in our case, that's, that's what we're doing. So we Yes, do definitely both. At yeah. Early Parrot, we use yeah. both. We have an affiliate right. program and we also use Early Parrot for oh, our... Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. No, this is, that's, that's why I was kind of curious, just kind of where that crossover is. Um, no, this is super fascinating. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I was just looking through kind of the things you guys do here. Um, that's something else, yeah. if, if I can interrupt you. Please that's do. Something, something interesting, because some of the platforms out there, they are amazing. They do a very good job, but they are very strict when it comes to integration. 
So they will tell you, like, if you're using an affiliate software, we're going to override the tracking. No, I don't want that. I have an affiliate program, which I have working really and hustling to build, you know, get um, trust for, for my affiliates. I want to work that in parallel with my referral program. So I don't want to switch something, sw- switch something off that is working in order to be able to create something from scratch. So with Eliparate, you can have both running. And we're just case study that we have an affiliate program, which we outsource to another company. Um, uh, whilst we use our own software in order to be able to power up our referral program. It's super fascinating. I mean, this this whole thing is like, I think it's, um, sometimes things come to you when you're like ready for them, right? There's like that old adage or that old <laughs> saying, you know, um, when you're ready, you know, the mess- you'll, you'll hear the message. Um, so for me personally, it's like, I've actually, that was one of my main goals in 2020 was to get our referral program off the ground. So it's it's been in the back of my mind for a minute. And it's interesting to have this conversation with you because it, it validates a lot of, what I thought to be true, but gives me some really interesting perspectives on ways to apply it and to think beyond it. Like I like the idea of multiple points of contact um, from your referral program to your customers. It doesn't always have to be on some kind of action, like a sign up or something like that. I like the those to me that that opens up this whole new um, opportunity when it comes to people with businesses. If you have customers and and you're or, and or you're getting leads already. And it's a decent, we'll say, I don't know, whatever that amount is, that minimal amount is that you need for, like you said, if it's a 10% on average referral, you can do the numbers on this and see that it's probably worthwhile for you to consider doing something like this, integrating some kind of referral marketing campaign, right? I mean, that just seems like kind of the obvious thing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, from my experience, three, like these past three and a half years, when, when you talk to different entrepreneurs in different industries, like, and you, and you mentioned referrals, and you ask them a very simple question, like, how important are referrals? They, they will all, like, nod and go hysterically, like, yes, it's really important for the business. They start chatting, say, yeah, but what are you doing about it? Like, most of them, they say, yeah, I will do this when I get bigger, like, when I have more leads. But wait one second, the whole purpose of this is to get leads. Yeah, so that's true. So that is another question, and very interesting question that I get very often. Like, most businesses, they say, we're too small to get a referral program. Right. We'll do this later. And I don't necessarily agree with that because having a referral program in place, it's going to set you right to grow bigger and bigger. And the more you grow, like it's true, it's 10%. So if you're getting 100 leads a month, it's only going to add 10 leads a month. But hey, you're still a small business and the lead for you, it's quite a lot. So you have to think, you have to think like the perspective of this. And when you think about like the benefits of preferrals, like it's going to add loyalty to your existing customers. It's going to get your leads at a cheaper rate, much, much cheaper rate. Um, the conversion rate of referred people, it's, we experienced like, why is the Version rate. Like if you're converting leads at 30% to sign up to your list, we see conversion rates like 60%. So because when someone gets referred, like if you refer your friend, your friend is gonna trust the fact that you refer them to sign up to a list or to buy from a store. So most of the questions about the store is the store safe? Like, is the product good for me? They have already been answered by that referral itself. 
So the fact that you get someone to refer your store or your software as a service, that's going to boost your conversion rate. Um, and that is something that I try to educate and I write very frequently on Quora um, about it in order to be able to kind of like educate and um, educate business owners, entrepreneurs about this really, really good way how you can get leads, customers uh, to whatever you're doing. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, I do like that aspect of it too and, uh, and that nuance between that and like affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing be more on the, the B2B side is one way to, to really think about it. But like, I like this because it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, it, it could be a chicken... Or a what chicken before the or a, a cart before the horse kind of scenario, possibly like if you're just getting started. But I, I agree with you. It's like one of those things where if you're if you start to get any leads or any sales, then this has the chances to it 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 plugs in immediately once yeah. once it's it's once it's it's there right. So I see yeah. I see yeah. that as what you're saying. Like why not get it in sooner rather than later? And again, I think the reason that the reason I haven't pulled the trigger on something like this earlier was typically that the challenge, the technical challenges and the creative challenge to make sure I'm like actually sharing something that I think will be worthwhile. And I think it's typically fairly obvious on like the, the e-commerce side, but information products where I think a lot of my uh, user bases and a lot of stuff I've experimented with, it's always has been a little challenging. It's like, okay, if I'm giving away a free ebook, you know, what should I, what should I share on the back end of that, that would actually get people sharing that would work. And I know you've given us some thoughts. I don't know if there's anything else that you'd want to dive into there, if there's anything else to think about in terms of structuring that on the list building side or content creation side, or people just trying to, you know, who have podcasts or blogs who are trying to use this to just grow their lists. If there's anything else that you think we missed or should be highlighted specifically for them, that might be a good place to kind of um, wrap up with this. Usually I try to sum it up like this, like exclusivity. What yeah. makes a referral program really, really, really convert really well is exclusivity, the feeling of exclusivity. So I'm going to refer someone to your information product. And in exchange, I'm going to get access to, you know, something exclusive, something that I can't buy. I can't get access to it without referring someone. So, um, so that, that is, that is something. So it can be different things. It can be like a 30 minute call like a group call, like inviting all those people who have invited at least one person within the last month. And we go on a group call or a webinar and, we, and I answer questions like a Q&A session. It can be something like that, it's as simple as that. But to you as a business owner, it, it might look like simple, but for someone who's referring and going through that, like walking that extra mile to refer someone in order to be able to get access to that, that definitely means something to them. Yeah, let me ask you this real quick on that that specific example because I've seen that and I agree with you. That makes sense. It's like if I just opted in for something and it's like, oh, share this on social, for instance, and then you'll get this like this this like this call or this special call and it's mm -hmm. or the special training or something like that. It might be like locked behind something, right? It's locked behind the share, effectively speaking. And so, I it's like that's a good place. Then you're saying for people to look is. What can be that little piece of content that you keep as one example, one one idea around it that you can make exclusive just for people who share, um, and it wouldn't be accessible any other way. Like I, I I haven't thought about it precisely that way, um, but it sounds so. In, in that in that case, it's, it's even something where it doesn't even have to be something that you would sell. Otherwise, it could just be totally exclusive just to that. Now, my question on this one is: Would somebody be offended by that, um, or does that does that in your experience does this set up any kind of like? 
you know, friction with the user um, that that sets it up the the conversation up negatively at all. I feel like there's there's going to be that kind of um, pushback, like there is with anything, like with pop ups and collecting email addresses in the first place. But I'm just curious your take on that specific, like getting these kind of offers in front of people and, and keeping things exclusive or rewards. Is there any is there anything we need to factor in, like on the on the negative uh, front of this, or, or things we need to plan for so that we don't receive any negativity from it? The fact that you are asking your audience to share something for free. So let's say let's take the example for list building. So you are giving a free book if someone signs up. So someone who has already signed up, you say, listen, there's part two, or there's this exclusive call that if you want to be part of it, you have to um, share this free ebook. So you're not you're not asking to get a sale um, with your friend, and they have to sign up. Um, we haven't experienced anything like negative because you either want to be part of that call and if you want to be part of that call, you are sharing something that you think is valuable um, because otherwise you won't share it at all and something for free. So it's a no-brainer for the other person to sign up. So we haven't experienced um, anything negative about that. I'm not saying that kind of like you have to fill everywhere like with pop-ups or stuff like that or something spammy, but it's just offering and mentioning your referral program like in your list, like, hey, by the way, the very bottom of each and every email is say, we have a referral program and we have this exclusive um, reward. If you want to get it, you have to basically get someone to sign up. Um, we haven't experienced that, that kind of like negativity um, yeah. about our referral programs. Well, you know, it's, it's, I bring it up because I know I've gotten questions about that, comments about it, you know, yeah, and, and I get it with, with good reason. Like, you know, there's, there's things that marketers can do that are over the top, you know, um, and that make it, you know, make everybody look bad, like really, you know, excessive use of pop-ups and things like that. Right. But like, yeah. there's, it, but there's time and a place for things. And I was just curious, broadly speaking about the referral component. And I think it sounds, what you're saying is like, broadly speaking, no. And as long as like, you have, there's alignment between you know, what you're asking them to do after they signed up or purchase or whatever. Um, and, you know, with the action they just took and what you're asking them to do next, then there's, there's no downside risk. There's no downside to this, it seems like, overall, broadly speaking. Yes. Um, I've, seen, I've seen platforms, maybe, maybe you're referring to that kind of platforms where they will kind of like give you steps. Like, first, you have to share it on Twitter. Second, you have to mm-hmm. share it on Facebook. That, yes, that sounds like, you know spammy in my opinion and second of all kind of like it's it's you know you have to do a lot of things in order to be able to get access to something which i don't know whether it's going to be used that useful and worth my effort right but if it's going to be something like hey you can share this free resource with your friend and if they happen they are interested you're going to get this as a token of appreciation so the messaging it's really really important as you mentioned and the way how how much you push your referral program versus um, what you're giving as a reward, so on and so forth, and the messaging, the wording, the tone, that has also an effect on 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 your conversions, mm-hmm. your um, your audience perspective about your referral program. Yeah, and I, it probably would dovetail into an entirely new conversation around like uh, maybe how I might articulate the storytelling uh, around your your uh, referral campaign or the stories you 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 share uh to get other people to share you know but that would go into a whole 
whole different topic. I think this is a really good place to kind of wrap up because I think it gives people a good technical overview, a good strategic overview, and we got to go into some detail on some of the practical implementation steps. I, I can't think of anybody that I missed of things that I could have asked. So I think we covered it really well for those who are trying to just build their lists, um, whether that's that or they want to grow their e-commerce and get more sales or grow their, their membership or mastermind um, or, um, or, or SaaS or app, it sounds like. So really anything kind of covers reach it really has full reaching implications here. So I, I honestly am very excited about this software. I'm excited to check out what you guys are doing and to to look into implementing this into my own online businesses here soon. So Keitano, I just want to say thank you so much for being on In the Trenches. This was a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure to share kind of like the information that we 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 have gathered uh, during the past three and a half years and the lessons learned. So it's a pleasure to 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 be on your on your podcast. And that wraps up another broadcast of In the Trenches. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating review. Just go to tomworkus.com slash iTunes, and that'll take you to iTunes where you can leave a five-star rating review. And that really helps spread the word about this podcast. And finally, if you need help growing your online business or generating new traffic leads and sales at a profit, reach out to me at tom at tomworkus.com or head over to the website tomworkus.com and sign up for the free newsletter. That's it for today. Stay frosty.